You're listening to PodcastJuice.net. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Prince Podcast. My name is Michael Dean. I'm joined here by Mr. Big Sexy and Sack. How you doing, sir? I'm doing well. Loving that we're talking a little bit of music today. Yeah. I want to get into, uh, we got some new news uh, from Prince this week, so we definitely got to get into that. Uh, shout out to Day Dropping. Shout out to Big Ken. Uh, wherever you guys are out there, happy, it's actually 4th of July today as we're recording. So happy 4th to you. Uh, shout out to all the listeners, for sure, uh, keeping this thing going. Um, but let's get into it. So this week, it has been revealed that Mr. Prince is uh, actually pulling, or has pulled, his music from uh, streaming services such as a Spotify, uh, things of that nature, and has moved his stuff exclusively over to uh, Tidal streaming service, which... Uh, you know, we know it. Uh, a lot of us know it for uh, that Jay Z. Uh, either he's like the owner of it, he's definitely the guy in front of that. Uh, but it's also apparently owned by other artists, or at least they have a stake in it. And uh, now Prince, who has one, been always one of the guys championing, you know, artist rights uh, and ownership of masters and things of that nature. Now he's over there. Um, so I'm gonna start with you. What do you, what do you think about this whole situation? Well, you know, according to the piece that this was uh, announced in, you know, Prince did do this, obviously, but Prince has done things in the past that at the time he did them, you know, I know I was questioning, what the hell, man? And then subsequently, you know, he it was revealed why he made a certain move. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't work out. The, the biggest example I can see is when he went, to, you know, when he changed his name to the, to the symbol. When I first read that, I'm like, what, what's going on here? And he t- took a lot of heat for it, but what he he did that because he had beef with Warners, wanted out of that contract. Mm-hmm. They said they wanted Prince. He said, fine, Prince does not exist. I'll record under this. And it worked. It worked for him. Now, as to this move, he's been critical of streaming and online services for a while now because of the way artists are getting paid. Now, a lot of people are going to say he's got enough money. That's not the point. The point is, if you do work or you pr- produce work or a product, you expect to be compensated, you know, fairly for it. And those other companies, the Spotify, the I can't even think of the streaming companies. I don't stream music, but they're not paying the artist fairly at all. They're getting paid, you know, several cent or several fractions of a cent per hundreds of plays. That's just ludicrous. So I don't know what the deal is with title. I mean, it's artist based and this artist run including Jay-Z and other people right I'm trying to find out now but I can't find uh, the list of artists who are involved but like Kanye and Kanye was at the press conference Rihanna uh, just, uh, that's the ones I remember off the top of my head but there was I think Madonna was there and see when you get people like that who all come together under one common umbrella you know it's, it may not be a perfect system but it's got to be better than what they have now and so for him to go exclusive to that will and if he's got his entire catalog on it it's going to drive people to the title thing which will only benefit him and it'll benefit title because it'll expose title as a service to other people who do streaming so it's a good move both ways yeah i i think i saw a lot of uh pushback from it seems like from fans online when this when this first was announced you know, why, why doesn't he have his music on this service or that service? And this is dumb. You know, how is this going to affect his legacy and this and that and the other? You know, my take on it is a lot of what you said. You know, I think that 
us as fans, people that will listen to this podcast, you already have all his albums, right? You, you've got the songs he didn't release. Uh, you got most of the new stuff, if not all of it. So we have bought, we, we bought all of the stuff. We have it. So whether or not it's not streaming on any of these services, I don't really think that affects us. Now you say, well, what about the legacy of, of his situation? From my understanding, all of his classic albums are for sale. I'm pretty sure you can go on Amazon and buy the digital versions or the actual CDs of the classic albums. I know his albums are on Google Play Music Store. You can buy those albums. I am 100% about 100% correct that you can buy classic Prince albums on iTunes. Right? I don't think Warner Brothers is not going to be selling you these records. <laughs> right? That's that's money in that, right? Uh his newer stuff might be a little more problematic. Um, but I know as a user of the Google Play, all of his new stuff is on there. He's putting it on there. Uh, I would imagine it's for sale in any other music outlet uh, where music is located for sale. So I think his music is available now. Is it available on some of these streaming services? Maybe not, but I think the reasons why, as you outlined, for him it's about the money and where it's like, well, shit, if I'm not really getting paid over there, you know Prince ain't going to be involved. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's made that very clear, which is no different from, I think we talked a couple weeks ago, uh, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Like, she pulled her shit uh, from Apple. I said, well, if y'all not going to be paying people, nope, I ain't put mine over there. And they said, oh, you know what? She's right. They changed their situation. Same with Spotify. She had pulled her stuff off of there for a while because she didn't want to be on the free streaming part. So I'm not mad at any artist that would make that move, particularly a Prince. Uh, I I don't know the deal between what Prince may have with Tidal and himself, but I'm sure, as with a lot of things Prince does, he's getting the proper checks and monies that he feels he's entitled to from them. And I'm not mad at that. Like, that's that's dope then. Uh, I like the fact that, you know, hey, if he's doing business with a Jay-Z and, and this artist trying to do their own thing, I would rather much see the artists themselves get together and create a distribution system as opposed to these, these uh, you know, come out of nowhere software companies, which I have no hate for any of them, but they're not artists. They're programmers, software. Those are, those are businesses. They ain't got nothing to do with the industry. In my opinion, they have a lot of money. And they're very great at social media and swaying customers' opinions, but they're not doing the work. Those services cannot exist without the content. And I feel like the people who make the content should be the ones, you know, pulling the strings somewhat or at least have a say. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So I don't have a problem. I think actually today, matter of fact, uh, I don't listen to his music, but Lil Wayne, I think he just debuted his album on title this morning. I think it's free, as a matter of fact, it's streaming, but... So I'm, and, and, and hey, that's a good look. This is an artist. I know he's trying to, he's got some label problems. I guess he went over to Jay-Z and said, hey, man, uh, I got something I think is hot. I want to get it out there. Can, let's do some business. And I guess they did some business. So I have no problem with, I'm not a stake, I'm not a stakeholder or a shareholder of any streaming company. So I don't really care. I mean, you know what I mean? Like I don't have any allegiance to them at all. Um, except for only one I use is the Google thing. I pay money to use that. But I bring my own music to the table as well. What I mean by that, all the music that I have on my hard drive, I've uploaded into that, into my account there too. So not only do I have access to 
the vast music library store that they have, I also have my stuff up there too. So even if a prince was to again somehow pull all his music from the Google store, okay, I have all his albums. It doesn't bother me anything. Uh, so I don't, you know, I don't, I don't think it's a bad move for Prince. I think Prince is moving in whatever he thinks is appropriate for him, and sometimes that doesn't make sense to us, which it probably should, right? We're not in his position. Uh, we're just fans. <laughs> Majority of us are not involved in the music business, and now have the, have we been right? So I don't. Who knows what kind of checks he sees from royalty checks uh, and this and this and that? So I don't think that. I'm going to go to you, but I don't think him moving his music away from Spotify and some of the other streaming services is going to hurt his legacy. No, I I don't believe that's going to happen at all. I think his legacy for the most part is pretty much set, you know, you know, but when you said, you said earlier, a lot of people were saying, you know, why isn't his music on this service or that service? Or why can't I find music on this service or that service? And I've said this before, people who do a lot of streaming with all the different, subscription networks it's made them lazy you know if you want music it's there amazon has it you know your your brick and mortar if you can find one unfortunately you can still get music so the fact that a person can't have it streamed immediately with this instant gratification society that we live in nah man get past that shit you know if if so-and-so isn't on google streaming that doesn't mean you can't get it it means you just don't want to go put in a little effort to go and get it and people are just accustomed to that has made him lazy yeah I mean there's also you know obviously you can't find this stuff on like YouTube for instance uh, like the music videos I mean any video <laughs> actually uh, will not last for long on there you know the always question is is that is that bad for Prince I, I think that that is a problem because A I want to have here's the thing I want to have access to watch his stuff, right? I want to see the Kiss video. I want to watch some of those performances. You know, I want that. And it's hard because you can't. You really can't go find that unless you have some of the old videos on tape or something. A lot of that stuff is sight unseen, unfortunately. But, and, you know, so the question is, does that, does that hurt his legacy in terms of are newer people going to, can you be more exposed to his music? I think that does. But the only but I can say is that's his choice. Like, at least he's exercising his choice that I don't want my stuff on there. You got to kind of respect that. Like, well, it is his. So if he doesn't want it up there for whatever his reasons may be, I mean, I agree with him. At least he has the choice to make that choice. And a lot of these companies don't want to give you that choice. I think I was talking to one of the listeners on Facebook um, about the Apple situation. And it was like, uh, well, you know, they wanted to make the music free for a while. And, you know, the, I think Apple's point was, well, we're going to get so many people to sign up off of the free trial. Then we'll turn those into paying customers and you'll have people being able to stream your music. You know, and I understand what that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense for Apple. Right. They, they're the ones that's going to gain from that. But they're using the back of somebody else's work to create that. Right. Uh, and my my response back was says, well, what if Google said, hey, let's take the Apple OS and put it for free on our website for three months. And then all these people are going to download and install the Apple OS for free. Wouldn't that put them in Apple's ecosystem that, that they can start buying 
Apple stuff. Yeah, you know, Apple would. would be like, "Are you fucking crazy?" <laughs> it would be the lawsuit of all hell. You know what I mean? Like that would shut Google down over some shit like that. They want—they're not going to let you take the intellectual property and put it out there for free, no matter what ideas you came up with. They're going to have a say in what is done with that. And I think musicians and artists should have the same say. It's shit. It's their material that make these platforms viable. You know, iTunes is nothing without the music on you. That's right. That's right. So, and again, you know, removing his stuff from YouTube, again, this all comes down to not necessarily control, but compensation for his work. You know, because YouTube is just a wild west out there. People go run wild on YouTube. You know, I can video something, like for instance, we were talking the other day on, on a, was it Wednesday night? About something I saw on CNN. What's to stop me from just going ahead and putting it up on YouTube and just let it run? Nothing. Yeah. Now, yeah, for, for Prince, you know, it, it's a double-edged sword because a lot of new people aren't going to be able to see what we grew up seeing right. because it's not there. So they don't understand, you know, a lot of things that we talk about and we reference. But at the same time, and this this is me being critical of Prince, if, you're, if he's going to take it off, which is his right, that's fine. Then he needs to, you know, figure out the kinks on his NPG Music Club type model and make it available there if people if he's about the money that's fine you know people will pay for it say okay I can download this and it's mine now so that way I can see what you were doing back in the bikini draws and the right. dolphin shorts and the purple and all that so I can see the whole timeline but one thing about Prince is he's not one to, to really look back so that's probably a, plays into a lot of it because I, I looked at um the new song on SoundCloud which I do like you know I do like that song but I went back to HD tracks where he initially had his first six albums in high resolution for sale. I got them all, but now they're, they've been pulled. The other ones up there right now are Plectrum Electrum and Artificial Age. Only the new, only the new stuff. You know, the old stuff is not available up, out there. He, I guess he doesn't like talking about it, but he does it in concerts. So I, I don't get the uh, the the uh, what's what I'm looking for contradiction here. I mean, you don't want to look about look at your old stuff, but you're constantly doing it in concert. And it gets a lot of the better responses. So, dude, you got to embrace that. Yeah, it's it, it's a it's a slippery slope. <laughs> but I, you know, and I think that end of the day, you know, a guy like Prince or any artist, I guess they, you know, you got to give them the right to run their situation however they feel fit, even though it's, you know, may go against what some of the consumers want. But it's his right to do it. Um, what was I going to say? I was for some reason I was thinking of like a Sly Stone or something. I was thinking about somebody that we would probably say like would be a legendary artist to us, as a you know as opposed to like maybe some young people of today. Maybe like oh yeah, I'm, I've heard of Prince. You know, he's a, he's a legend. You know, but he's not necessarily the person that's popping right now. Well, what can I find out about him to get me into it? I kind of look at it like when I look at like a Sly Stone or some of these guys, cameo or something like that. It's like. You could probably find a lot of their stuff on YouTube, but I, I don't know how much Cameo or Save Sly Stones, for these examples, how much they actually gain out of it. Uh, I know YouTube is, you know, probably banking, you know, they're getting their little pennies off of that because the shit is, they're getting hits off of all the videos, right? Now, do they cut checks to the people who's on those videos? No, they'll cut them to whoever monetized that particular channel they're looking at. So I can understand where there's a, there's a you know, it's a give and take in that. Yeah, does it maybe 
make more people aware of Sly Stone if they chose to look him up and get into it? Possibly, yeah. Um, the, I guess the question is how many of them are going to actually go buy the music if they can just sit there and watch it for free? Uh, and, and that may be where you get into somebody like a prince saying maybe he, again, whoa. The hell was that? <laughs> it's the 4th of July. <laughs> maybe he feels like there's not enough in it for me uh, on the one end to make money to trickle down. So just yank the shit off there. I, I, fuck them. They're not going to pay me direct. And maybe he doesn't understand that. Hey, you know, you could set up a, a Prince channel on YouTube and you might get, you can get some nice little checks, man. Cause then your videos would obviously get views, but, and he, and he has videos on there. I know he used to, but whatever the case is, he may not feel like it. I don't understand it. I just need him to cut me a check. I don't need to be trying to figure out how to do it. So it ain't, it ain't something he feels is viable. And we as fans got to remember again, unless you work for Google, shout out to Ben, uh, I can understand where you might feel like, yeah, I got a stake in this shit. I, I need him to, to be on here. But we don't have a stake in YouTube and all these companies. <laughs> Let's just be clear. Those are brands. And even as much as they'll have, those brands have great sort of uh, appreciation by consumers, they're not here to help us. They're here to make money, as any other business would be. So you right. can't be mad at a guy that doesn't want to have nothing to do with those businesses. It's just his right. Uh, even though it sucks. I agree. Uh, as some of you may know, you know, Big Sexy knows, you know, I had a video where he did an um, unboxing of the Sign of the Times Blu-ray box set thing. And MPG pulled that. Um, and again, could we go back and say, well, we can appeal this and all that? Yeah, we could, but it ain't worth it. Uh, to me, it isn't really worth it. Uh, it's not taking nothing out of my pocketbook. It just took my time. But it's like, hey, I know how he gets down over stuff like that. So, oh, okay, cool, whatever keep it pushing so there's always uh where it sometimes goes a little too far but hey that's how he wants to do it and that, whatever man you know so uh i want to talk about that song uh hard rock lover hard rock lover yeah uh like- you know at first when i heard it i was like eh, i won't listen to this again but then i was at work and listening to the radio and the song comes on the radio and i was like Listening to it, I was like, you know what? It's not bad. It's like kind of in the background, and I was like, wait a minute, this is Prince. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is, it's okay. And he made me listen to it a couple more times. I was like, it reminds me like this would have been an outtake from uh, Artificial Age or something. Like it, it, it has yeah. that same kind of style. Yeah, it does. So it, it's not bad. It's, it's where Prince is today. You know. Now, my question on this is, what is the difference between SoundCloud and Tidal? I mean, SoundCloud is obviously free, right? Yeah, SoundCloud is a free platform, and there's a paid version. You can do paid, but you can just upload MP3s or whatever. A lot of people use it for their podcasts as well. Um, but it's just sort of a platform for anyone can upload uh, MP3 or any you know, audio file to it and distribute it out. You know, It's not going to necessarily cost you anything to do that, as opposed to SoundCloud. You know, my understanding is the paid streaming service. You know, so there's two different things. And obviously, Prince is using SoundCloud a lot. He's been debuting his new stuff on there, and that's cool. You know, whoever that's whoever he's got in his camp is obviously you know that's the platform they like, 
and they're like, shit, let's just, we'll put it up this way. Um, so, but if he's with title now exclusively, why isn't it there? It's a good question. Again, maybe he doesn't want to put it put it up there. Maybe he wants it to be free, not behind a gate or something, paywall. Uh, if he wants people to hear it, then he's not going to put it on. And I'm not saying people don't use title. I'm just saying, like, you can't really share necessarily the title stream if it's a paid service, right? You, you wouldn't sure. be able to hear it. So putting it on a SoundCloud or, like, a YouTube or something, then that can be shared by anybody and get an opportunity to listen to it. And you can't download from SoundCloud, apparently, either. Can you? Uh, not not straight away, but there's always methods. <laughs> I, I've heard enough. Right, right. <laughs> there's always stuff. So, but yeah, he said he's supposed to have a new album this summer. So hopefully, we'll see if he actually goes through with that. Because uh, wasn't another song that debuted earlier this couple months or something months ago? He put out another song. I can't. Not, not the ex's face. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Or the X-Faces or X's X's face. Yeah. I, I know yeah. a lot of people like that. I, I just couldn't necessarily get into that one. But I didn't I didn't dig that one. But I like this one. Yeah, so he's, he's still active, still doing stuff. Um, I wanted to ask you this question, sort of based off of uh, the Terminator movie came out this week. And, you know, Terminator is always about time travel and all that kind of stuff. But I, I thought it would, would be a kind of a funny question to ask if you had sort of the terminator situation where you had to go back and save sarah connor or you had to go back in time and convince prince to do something what would be the moment that back in time where you would go back in time and if you could tell prince yo you should do this or don't do that or what, what? well the, the silly answer is obviously going back in time and saying prince do not let tony m rap hilarious <laughs> <laughs> uh, i would have said Tour behind Sign of the Times, mm. definitely. I would have said, be a part of USA for Africa. Interesting. You know, I mean, I wouldn't have said, you know, I mean, granted, it was a lot of media scrutiny and all that. And to me, that whole thing was like, we're the popular kids, so we're going to do this, and you can't play because it wasn't open to everybody. It was just open to whoever they wanted. It's politics. Which was not cool. But I think he should have been there, at least in the background. Okay, he should have, you know, he should have made that move. Um, definitely wouldn't have expanded the revolution. Definitely wouldn't have done that. You know, Brooks and Stafford can stay bodyguards. That's what they do. And, yeah, I'd pretty much, you know, leave the revolution intact and let it go for a little while longer and let it run its course because it didn't really get a chance to do that because the presence of Brooks and Stafford pissed off Wendy and Lisa and they quit. They came back, and you know Prince, once you quit, that's it. And at the end of that tour, he said, y'all got to go. Mm. And and I've said this before, when, when he broke up the revolution, the only one who stayed was Bobby. Mm. Not Bobby, excuse me, was uh, Dr. Fink. And in subsequent tours from that point up to about 90, he was really in the background. I mean, I mean, in the Possessed book, you know, there was a, portion where it says, you know, Prince is of the mindset or the opinion that I'm going to hang with my black friends now. And when you look at the lack of spotlight that Dr. Fink got in those later tours, it's like, well, you know, <coughs> you know I don't know, man. Because <laughs> he, he got a lot of shine before. But on the side of the Times movie, he's smidgen. On the new tour, you don't even know he's there pretty much. 
You know, same thing in the Graffiti Bridge and in Batman or the Batman shows. It's like, dude, man, where where is this guy? Hmm. All right. Uh, I would probably go with, uh, I would do the same. I would say the, the tour of the Sign of the Times. Yeah, I would have. I would have tried to convince him like, you need you need to bring this to America. Like you got to go in on this. Yeah, the album's not really, but the album ain't really sound. Yeah, I know, but trust but me. But it will when you tour yeah, behind when it. You tour yes. on this motherfucker. <laughs> it will sell. <laughs> You're gonna shut it down, man. Actually, I would have I would have said and relate to that. Now this this uh, MTV thing we got coming up, just go do Housequake, man. Just Boom. just fucking do that song. Shut it down, and then tour. Um, the other thing, the wild thing, the 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 Terminator Genesis move I would have picked if I would have really changed it up. Um, shit, I just forgot what I was gonna say. That's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Um, oh, I think I was gonna say, um, don't put out Under the Cherry Moon the movie. Oh, I would have had him just just don't put it out, man. Cause that's gonna, it's gonna affect you in ways. <laughs> yeah, that's it's problem. not gonna be a, necessarily your fault per se. But I trust me, don't put that movie out. Let it be a legend. Like, just hold on to it. But just go tour this fucking album, uh, and be great. <laughs> Let the music speak for itself. But the, just don't put the movie. Is it ain't gonna work, man? Like. Slow it down on that one. Because if you didn't put that movie out, that album could still have been great. I mean, it, you know what I mean? The perception of it. And the, he could have toured it better. Because the songs are great. The music is fabulous. The tour is fabulous. But that stench of that movie just didn't work at the box office. I think it made that whole thing just end it very quickly and went off to Sign of Times. But I would have said, yeah, don't, don't do it, man. You know, I'm looking at the uh, tour schedule from 88 or 87 and 88. You know, there was no U.S. showing of Sign of the Times tour. None. Yeah, that's that's That's, that's a huge mistake. Yeah. Huge mistake. And I can understand, you know, obviously it felt like he, he was really doing big overseas and he really wanted to capture that. But still, man, back home, man. And the thing is, he premiered it. Well, not premiered. He did warm-up shows for it at... Yeah. at uh, First Avenue. Thank you, First Avenue. It's like, come on, man. You know, people want to see it. And I think this is partially what cost him the the Grammy that year. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, I think We Are the World cost, it, cost him that too. Oh, that, that did too. That yes. was a political move, man. Uh, yeah, it was a song. I have no problem with songs. Cheesy is whatever, but it's a classic. Hate it, love it, or hate it. But I think a lot of people saw the backlash within the industry sometimes you just gotta play along man <laughs> you know yep. play the game even if he didn't yep. sing on it like you said he could have just been standing there in the choir when they recorded the, vi- recorded the video recorded the video and just stand there and that would have been enough and and then he would have never you know, he probably would have won all the little awards he had coming up but I think with that it was like uh, some people was like we ain't fucking with him you know nah oh he didn't he didn't play the game oh well 
No, no uh, Grammy for you. Yep, give it to YouTube. Now, as much as I, I mean, I do think the Joshua Tree is a pretty good album, but it is not Sign of the Times. No, not at all. Sorry, <laughs> and that's not a burn on you too at all. But Sign of the Times should have won hands down. And then again, now that I think about it, I remember in '86 I thought Control should have won instead of Graceland, but that's just me. Mm. That's just me. Yeah. It wasn't bad. It was a badass album control. Jimmy James, Terry Lewis, Because didn't they get producers of the year for that? They did. So how are you going to get producer of the year and not get album of the year? What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> it's political, man. And Janet wasn't, Jan- I mean, she wasn't Janet Jackson yet. You know what I mean? No, like that, first, that was the start, but she wasn't the dominating force at that point either. So Now, again, I'm, I'm not a Paul Simon fan. I'm not a hater, but I'm not a fan. And I remember when Graceland came out, it had the, you know, the African, what, Lady Blacksmith Mombasa yeah. or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were featured on the album, which is fine, and no one was doing that. So I, I applaud him for that. He had, like, a but, video. There was, like, big videos for that, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was definitely out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, he definitely, they promoted the hell out of it. But album of the year? Uh, no. But he had a lot of good graces. Yeah, oh, yeah. He, he had, had a lot of money in the bank met, with He had a lot of love. He'd been in the game for a long time. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, like I said, the poli- the whole politics of it. And here you got, yeah, Prince is great. But, you know, he, this guy, he does his own thing. And he don't talk. And he ain't playing the game like everybody else. Yeah, of course. Like, they can give it to that dude. Or, you know, Michael Jackson played the game. He played it well, too. Played, you know, he had the music to back it up. But he played the game. And he was entrenched in the game. Like, the game was entrenched in him so of course uh, shit, our, our whole he carrying this whole thing right now you gotta back that shit up you gotta ride for it every you know so I, but you know that's the thing a guy like prince he's a trailblazer he's a rebel he's he's his own thing and he stands behind whatever it is he's doing and sometimes people ain't gonna like that oh well oh i know what i was gonna say in terms of the wild card terminator thing <laughs> When they when Cyan and Times or Crystal Ball when uh, Warner Brothers said no, I would have said you know what you should do, Prince. See they don't. I said you know see how Mo and them treating you, Mo Austin. <laughs> 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 you know what, man? You should write Slave on your face. Do it then. Go on, yep. Go on MTV, man. Put the middle finger. That that would have been a powerful move. That right at the height of his situation. <laughs> that would have been huge. <laughs> I like you could change the game with this. <laughs> it's gonna be scary now. They're gonna try to, but trust me, you got the people, and you got the music, man. Do yeah, go write slave on your face, saying you ain't doing shit, and go tour Crystal Ball. Fuck them. Go just go tour it. That would be in the head, boss. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you one of brothers was oh shit. I'm looking at the set list from the very first actual tour stop on the Sign of the Times tour, and this was in Germany, no, in Sweden, excuse me, and he did this album pretty much front to back. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. I mean, there was a little bit of, uh, little. I mean, it's kind of like in the movie, you know? He did pretty much everything except Let's Go Crazy, When Doves Cry, Purple Rain, 1999, and Kiss, everything else, the Sign of the Times. Wow. Yeah, that's that's where you know he really 
He was into the material, man. He, he, he believed in all that shit. Yeah. Which is why he should have brought that stuff here. Yeah, that would have. Well, we talked about that, but yeah, that would have been just crazy, man. Crazy, crazy, crazy. But anyway, uh, so there we go. Uh, Mr. Prince, uh, I guess he's still on his sort of a, a show a month, two shows a month tour. I'm not sure where they're going to end up next after D.C., but... Well, he's not sure where he's going to end up next either, so... <laughs> they'll, probably, they'll probably announce something in the next couple of weeks, I'd imagine, because it's, it's been a few weeks, so... Uh, we'll keep our eyes out. Um, any other last things you want to get into before we get out of here? Mm. No, no, no. Actually, uh, now that I'm revisiting the Sign of the Times Love Sexy era, I'm going to go ahead and take a look at my Blu-ray Sign of the Times DVD later on tonight. Yes, sir. Be- because it does look magnificent. It does. <laughs> you know, and, and this the sound quality is just, they really did a good job on this. Now, to, what would be even better is if whoever owns the digital masters of the Love Sexy show uh, yes. does that. That would be crazy. <laughs> that, would, that would sell. That would sell in a heartbeat. Yeah. There's, there's, I mean, there's a market for that kind of stuff, even if it's just sold through Am- you know, Amazon or just online, you had to buy the disc or something, but... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of opportunities here. Obviously, he's got a lot of stuff that uh, I would totally do. I would totally spend hundred bucks on that easily. Yeah. I, I would even flinch. Uh, oh, the last thing. Uh, uh, shout out to uh, I think it's the Purple Underground podcast. I think they do a video show. Matter of fact. Oh, cool. Uh, those brothers over there. Uh, shout out to them. I think one of them posted. Um, it was the ad for the Crystal Ball. Uh, album. I, I saw that. The, 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 the Best Buy ad. <laughs> yep. And uh, I was just like, wow, looking at that took me back. I was like, gosh, remember that? But I was just wondering um, if he did a Crystal Ball 2 right now, would you buy it? Yes. And yeah. and that's even with, that's not without, reser- that's without reservation of saying, well, if it's, you know, if it's unedited like the Crystal Ball 1 was, fine. But if he does it like he did the, uh, I mean, I'd still buy it. But if he does it like he did the MPG Music Club or the audio show, and they would like do a little something over the questionable words, I would buy it. But I'd be pissed. Mm. But I'd still buy it. But again, you know, a lot of hardcore fans, you know, know a guy who knows a guy who knows a cousin who knows a janitor somewhere who can, and they have a lot of that stuff. Right. But having it in unreleased or in full-on mastered format, like. Computer Blue, the 14 minute version. Hell yeah, that's worth it alone, right there. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. I would buy it, uh, even if it was. Somebody would say, well, "What if it was only 90s music or something?" I was like, well, you know what? I probably, I'd still buy it anyway. Uh, I would love if it had 70s and 90s and 80s stuff on there. But either way, yeah, I would buy that in a heartbeat. Uh, Crystal Ball Two. It, it wouldn't even be a question. Uh, yeah. So I remember when my when my uh, crystal ball showed up at the house, it had all five CDs in it, and I remember seeing that Best Buy thing because I remember in the, in the stores you couldn't get all five. You know, there was like right. a three disc, and then there was a four disc, but you only got the five through the club. And I I keep hearing a lot of people didn't get theirs. I got mine. You know. Yeah, I I, I bought mine through the uh, record store. I didn't order it online, but uh, yeah, that was a that was a debacle. But yeah. No, I ordered mine immediately too. And the thing is, I remember back then he was doing that sampler set. Oh uh, yeah. 
that nobody seven hundred and seven bills. <laughs> and the thing is, had had I bought that because the key to that was it was all copyright free, so you could do anything you want with it. Yeah, that would have been crazy. Don't give me that. I would. You know, so nuts. had I bought that and mine didn't come, oh, we'd still be in. Court. Oh yeah, that would. <laughs> you said we'd still be in court. <laughs> we would still be in court figuring that out. Yeah, no, we. It would be uh, not Black Lives Matter, Fan Lives Matter. I'd be outside right. Paisley Park. Well, hell no. We won't <laughs> Get my money or we'll come off his fro. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember listening to snippets of of some of it, and yeah. I thought, that's interesting. Oh, it sounded amazing. Like, I, yeah. was, like, I was shocked. That, I was like, he's actually going to let this go out? This is, this to me, it was like the secret sauce recipe. Like, yeah, yep. yeah that would have been an insane. I, I, don't let that leak. <laughs> that would be that would be fascinating alrighty ladies and gentlemen you've been listening to the Prince Podcast here on Podcast Juice and before we get out of here I'll let you know where you can find us Big Sexy and Sack where can they find you at? Uh, I can be found on I keep saying Instagram on Twitter at Big Sexy and Sack and on Facebook under my civilian guys of Mark Wiggins alright you can find me at M. Dean on Twitter and also just look up Michael Dean on Facebook. I have a mission for you listeners. You know, it has been a while since we have reviewed an album on this show. Something we, that was what we do. That's what we did. So here's what I'm going to do. In the comments section, either on Facebook or on the website. I want you guys to write down the name of the album you want us to review. Even if it's something we've already done, it's whatever you guys want. So the more people, whatever one gets the most requests, that will be the next one that we do. So there you go. Let us know what album you want us to review. Uh, With that, we will see you next time working like a job. Peace.